Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk TV Live. I'm your host, Barbara Barnett, I am um, publisher and executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine. Um, please visit us, blogcritics.org. Check out my writing on TV and, uh, as usual, our, our panel. Oh, there, where's Jimmy? There's no Jimmy tonight. Um, oh, I where's Jimmy? Yet. I don't know. I would have assumed he would have called in, but he's not here. Um, but we he are might going be watching tonight. twenty four. <laughs> you know, it's. I would assume that he's already watched it. Um, oh, that's cause, true. Right, because he would have screeners. Um, I yeah. don't know. I am just right. curious. Anyway, we are joined by Christine Piccolo. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. Uh, it is good. And Chrissy has written some really good stuff about twenty four, including a really cool write up of last week's conference call with Kiefer Sutherland. So please, yeah. please, please check that out. It's been getting a ton of hits, which is cool. Um, oh, good. It was yeah, so that, crazy to hear him on the other line, I tell you that much. <laughs> getting so close yeah. to one of these guys is pretty odd, isn't it? Is It is. It was surreal, you know, because here you are talking, to, and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, this is Kiefer Sutherland. You You're actually to, talking to him. <laughs> yeah, try to be professional, you know, but. <laughs> right, I mean, you sort of, yeah, you sort of have to be, like, put off, you know, take off your fangirl hat and put on your, you know, Susie Reporter Lois Lane hat. And exactly. that's cool. I've actually got two interviews coming up this week that are really cool. Oh, good. So on Wednesday, Wednesday I'm doing a conference call with Jason mm-hmm. Isaacs. Jason Isaacs, who is the star of the forthcoming NBC miniseries of Rosemary's Baby. Oh, that'll be uh, interesting. And, of course, Jason yeah. Isaacs is of the Harry Potter movies as the mm-hmm. elder Malfoy, right? That's right. He right. Was. And he's, wow. Yeah, he's a British actor. He's he's great. I've really enjoyed him playing evil guys. He plays usually really oh. bad guys. He's got these ice yeah. cold blue eyes. So, but he's dark. Well, he's, he's not. He was, right. And he was great in Harry Potter series. Yes, he was. He was, <laughs> he was very evil. He's got those evil, icy blue eyes. Um, mm-hmm. And then on Thursday, it's just been confirmed, I have a one-on-one interview with Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. You told me about that a few weeks ago. I was like, no way. Thank yeah. Monkees. That's so right. cool. Right. And I'm getting a lot of teasing about from people saying, are you going down to Clarksville? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. No, no, no. I can't go to Clarksville, but. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have to confess, well, when I was a, a youngin. I was like mm-hmm. quite the monkeys fan. I really was. I was I quite bet. the monkeys fan. I really well, I like the monkeys. And I wasn't and I really, you know, obviously I, I was born you know, after pretty much yeah. the big phase. But well, um you know, but I liked them too. Yeah. I mean they were yeah. just so fun and joyful for that time, you know, which was such right. a a dark time in US history and for kids yeah. and we were all so gloomy and, and, you know, bad outlook on the world and 
you know, right. all serious. And then, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Monkey. Even my son, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, he's, like, going around singing, you know, um, cheer up, sleepy Yeah, right. Oh, what does it mean? Exactly. To How can you not love dream, the monkeys? Believe us and the Homecoming week. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do this because we're gonna get we're gonna get like ass capped. We can't. That's fair use, guys. Um, <laughs> promoing the interview. Um, yeah. So that's that's on Thursday. So I'll be writing that up. They're going on tour. The monkeys are going on tour. Of course, mine is uh, Davy Jones, who is no longer with yeah. us. Um, but. That is but, so sad when you hear that. Yeah. You know? It's just like he was such a big part of it. And he was young. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe he died so young. He I know. But pretty young. But, but Peter and uh, Michael Nasmith and Mickey Dolenz are uh, are going on tour this summer. So as part of that, um, I got uh, offered an interview, which I'm really excited about. So, um, so that'll be Thursday. Uh, and that's TV related because they were like, they were formed. Uh, they were actually formed and cast as actors on this TV show about a band. who the thought? Right. Years right. before the Partridge family. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, so that's very TV related. Um, I used to get together with my girlfriends and we used to like, record it we were but we recorded it okay so record it we recorded it on tape we tape recorded oh my god it. like, like right? tape? yeah tape? we put it on oh cassette tape so we That's had it on so this is like the <laughs> early days before vcrs we actually right. recorded it so we could like listen to it over and over obsessively Right. Oh, that is so funny. Actually, that's funny you say that because when I was like, oh, God, I don't know, 11 or 12, I was in love with uh, John Schneider from Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I recorded, I think, like one episode on cassette tape. Yeah. I mean, we did that. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, Yeah, totally we did that. So That's I want to dive into it because I'm only doing a one-hour show tonight because I right. uh, last week I got laryngitis on Tuesday and I'm kind of a little freaked out because I have to sing tomorrow night. So I'm kind of trying to preserve my voice just a little bit and especially with Jimmy. I don't know where Jimmy is. So I want to dive I into I want to dive into uh, talking about a couple of other TV shows really quickly and then get into Once Upon a Time fairly quickly. Um, I have okay. the press release from next week's double episode, which is interesting, Yay. especially in that looking at the cast list, because the cast list for hour one and hour two are given separately. And hour number oh. two does not have Rebecca Mader in it. Really? That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm reading huh. it, and I'm like, huh, this is really interesting, because mm. I'm reading the press release. And it gives it is one like one snowdrifts and there's no place like home, and then right. it says um, you know guest starring in there's no place like home. You've got Lee Ehrenberg who's who's grumpy. Keegan Connor Tracy is blue. Megan Ory, wow. Rafi, so she's back. Um, right. and, and she's also in snowdrifts, so she's in both. Raphael Spars, okay. Um, okay. Granny's in it. Aurora's in it. Doc, Sneezy, Sleepy, Dopey. Bashful, Yay. Robin Hood, um, Belle's father, Maurice, oh, okay. and and Roland. 
Interesting. Not sure who Roland is. Who's Roland? Roland. Who's Roland? Who the hell is that? Is he Wait. one of is he one of the Merry Men? Maybe. Oh, it might. He be, might be um, one of the Merry uh, Men. John. He might, he might be Big John. Is he Big yeah, John? Yeah, 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 yeah. He might be Big right. John. He was kind of in that's, the end left. So yeah. that's really interesting. So in the first, the first hour, snowdrifts. We've got uh, you know Leroy, and we've got Abigail, Catherine, Geppetto, okay. Red, right. Geppetto. Um, King Midas is back. Um, oh, it'll Granny, be nice to be Red, Granny, Selena, Doc, Sneezy, Sleepy, Robin, Smee, and Blackbeard. And so, hmm. but in the second hour, there is no uh, Zelina. Interesting. So they must finally defeat her. Defeat her. And so, then, the, yeah, what? so the, so the press release says, wow. this is what it says. Okay. Um, while Mary, Margaret, and David celebrate the naming of their son at a coronation at Granny's Diner, Emma and Hook are pulled into Zelina's time portal and find themselves hmm. in the enchanted forest of the past. But in their quest to discover a way back, they must be careful not to change anything or risk altering oh. the lives of their friends and family, as well as their own existence. So that's oh what gosh. it says. So what they really need is David Tennant. <laughs> right. I'm they thinking, need a doctor. Well, they need a time lord. How about, how about let's, yeah, they need, how about um, John Barrowman? Maybe John Barrowman's what available? If, Little Captain Jack? Our, our huntsman. We need our huntsman, Jamie Dornan, yeah. to be there. Ah. See him. So, so anyway, so that looks intriguing, but I want to talk about a couple of other shows first that we've been watching. Okay. And um, Katie Dalton, who's in the, um, who's always, she's a regular in the chat room. Um, I know she watches Hannibal. And yes. that is going really dark. So um, poor Will. I mean, whoa. Will is being really pulled to the dark side. But, okay, so this is what I'm, I'm always thinking about what other agendas people have. So, okay. hi, Katie. <laughs> She's waving. Um, you should call in. <laughs> Katie, call in, call in, call in. Call the in number is... I don't want Hannibal yet. I haven't called okay, so yet. So the number, Katie, 718-305-6982. So call in. You should call. So um, so this is what I think, okay? And I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. But okay. I'm thinking that... Um, and you and I had a discussion about this, almost the same discussion about right. once upon a time. I think that this is all part of a game. And I actually had this discussion with um, with uh, Jimmy the other day. And he oh, said, okay. I don't really know where this is going. And, and this is right. getting really dark. And how can Will come back from, from really, I mean, really going to the dark side here? Right. And, um, and I'm thinking, okay. So maybe it's all part of the plan to catch Hannibal because, um, yes, it is. And some fans are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. See, I think this is part of the sting. So Jimmy asked me the question, well, but wouldn't Hannibal have known? Because he brings him human flesh to eat. Wouldn't Hannibal have known that it was not human if he wasn't giving him actually well, human yeah, flesh. Well, yeah, I would think he would know. Well, but whoa, whoa, whoa. But Hannibal is so wrapped up in his own megalomania 
uh-huh. and his own ego in, in creating these new little Hannibal Lecters, which is really what he's hoping to create in, in Will, um, by right. messing with his mind, is he's so wrapped up in himself and so excited that he's created his creation has been another cannibalistic serial killer that he's probably, maybe he's going to, maybe he's going to ignore it or believe what he wants to believe. So I think Will is playing mind games with Hannibal. Mm. And, um, and, and so Katie says, Brian Fuller said, watch till the finale. It will all make sense. And I agree. So I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to it. There aren't many episodes left. It's everything's drawing to its conclusions. So I'm really excited about that finale. Um, I watched the first episode of Penny Dreadful, which is the new yeah. series. New series on uh, that's, that's debuting on Showtime on Sunday. On Sunday, I think and it's I, another Sunday show. Oh my God, another Sunday show. Oh my God, show. another one. I think, but well, if you are I saw a show, for it. yeah, if it you're a Showtime, really if you're a Showtime subscriber, you can watch it now on on demand. So, um, which is really exciting. Oh. It is fabulous. Timothy Dalton was born to play a Victorian Byronic hero. There is no yeah. better Rochester ever in any film version of Jane Eyre ever, 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 ever than Timothy Dalton. Yeah. And I have so that, missed him playing Victorian. He's, like, so perfect. Who's the guy with the long hair, the really hot guy? Oh, you know uh, who he is. Oh, who's you know he? Who he is. I recognize the actor? him from somewhere, and I can't. Yeah, I can't. That? I can't remember the actor, but you know who he is. Oh, a spoil. No, I can't give it. It's a spoiler. Ah, the reveal damn. at the end is really cool, and it gets all wrapped up in the resurrectionists and like the Birkin hair thing, which is like long uh, since past, and it's actually pretty cool. So um, it's I'll, a really, I'll really like it. scary. It's scary, and it is supernatural, and it is yeah. paranormal, and it is. Uh, really, totally really, my cup of tea. I'll it's love really it, dark. Then. It's really dark. The music is fabulous, and I adore anything that Timothy Dalton is in. So, um, yeah, absolutely catch that on Showtime this week. Um, so, so that's really cool. So let's talk a minute. I, one of the shows I've been writing about weekly is Turn, which, and I've been really pushing it because um, Turn. Um, you know, it's it's on uh, it's on uh, FX, and no, sorry, it's not on FX. I'm sorry, it's on AMC, and it is kind of quietly out there, and is this American revolutionary um, show about the Culper spy ring, and it is so well done. And I had this weird moment last night because we watched Game of Thrones, and one of the guest stars on Game of Thrones this season is Bern Gorman, and if you used to watch Torchwood, he started, He was one of the stars of Torchwood, and he's in Game of Thrones. He's playing a really evil, wildling dude. And yeah. he's also one of the stars of Turn, playing a British uh, Revolutionary War major, Major Hewlett. Hmm. So he, and they're both on, both Game of Thrones and Turner on at the exact same time. So it's like Bern oh, Gorman versus Bern Gorman. It was really, really strange. Um, and I, I didn't watch Turn because my husband and I watched Game of Thrones together. And right, I didn't right. have, I own, my, my screeners ended before this episode. So we watched it live. And um, I didn't get a chance to watch Turn till this morning. But it's really heating up. It's really excellent. I really recommend it. It is a spy 
a spy series um, that is based on real life and real, real life people um, from the very, very beginning of the Revolutionary War. And last night's episode introduced us to George Washington. Right. Uh, so it's yeah, really well done. That. Right. Jamie Bell stars. Name. I mean, this, it's, it's got a fabulous cast. Um, Jamie Bell is in the cast. Um, mm-hmm. It's a beautifully, it's a wonderful British cast. Um, and uh, they do a great job with the early American accent. Not like I've ever heard an early American accent, but they do a really, really good job of mimicking what an early American accent probably sounded like, since most of these guys are um, are, are Irish transplants or, or English transplants, but mostly Irish transplants. Um, speaking of oh, music of that? the era, that was my phone. <laughs> Oh, that was my other phone. Goodbye. Um, so, uh, so everybody, you know, take a take a, a listen to that. It's a really well done series. It is on right before Mad Men, like right before Mad Men. So make sure y'all um, uh, make sure you all you know watch that. Um, other show I want to talk about, and I'm so sorry that Jimmy's not here, but now you're caught up on it. Is Fargo, which is on I FX. love Fargo. Loved it. I was like, oh my god! Like the first episode, I was just like, oh, this is this is it's 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 amazing. It's written so well. I love all. Oh, well, of course, uh, Billy Bob Thorne. I mean, come on, he's the best killer ever. It's so he it's is so funny okay. The way so, he like so, walks in and just is like so deadpan face. And he you know, just, I I described him. I, I wrote my my review of last week's episode. And I wrote, the first thing I said was, the best way to describe Billy Bob Thornton's uh, Lorne Malvo, which is the name of his character's Lorne Malvo, is, uh-huh. remember the Allstate commercials with Mayhem? You yeah. know, the whole series, right? Where, you know, you've got Mayhem, and, and they're just, you know, yeah. like there's this character who just sort of likes to pull the wings off of butterflies and see to see what will happen. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's like exactly and he, his character. It is. It's exactly his character. And he's he's so like he's literary and he sort of a little bit reminds me of Rust in uh, True Detective because he's really like super yeah. smart and literary. He's, but he's, he's like so level. He's, he's so, so he's like a psychopathic <laughs> Um, like he's a, he's a psychopathic encyclopedia. That's how I'm looking at him. I mean, he knows yeah. a lot. He's very, I very mean, smart. He's very and smart, like, and he's a great. He's he loves to manipulate people just to mm-hmm. see what they'll do. And yeah. he's he's a killer. He's an assassin, <clears throat> and uh, he has no compunctions about offing someone. And um, that I thought was you know he's he's just so. But he does everything he does. With a twinkle in his eye. Well, yeah, like he's he's he he just he finds he finds rapture in the you know in killing yeah. people or even this the 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 thought of it. I mean, when Lester when when he's in the the hospital sitting next to Lester, it was just that conversation was just was just crazy. And you know, it, right. it finally he's like, if you tell me no, I won't do it. And then he gets up and and he's talking to the nurse and says yeah, but then walks away and he took it out of the yes. So it was just the it was just hilarious. Just, so this yeah, this, and so this week's episode I've already seen it. 
<clears throat> they sent me the screener. I, I always, they always oh, cool. send a screener like a week before, which is kind of cool. Um, and the thing about this series is it's not a 42-minute series. It's not a 42-minute episode. So it's like 58 <laughs> minutes or 56 minutes or yeah. you know, whatever. And it's it, so the, the, series, the episodes run longer than an hour because <clears throat> they do have to get all those commercials in there. Too many, is, if you would ask me. But um, it, it really, it's not the movie. It does take place in Bemidji, Minnesota. And, in and it's based stuff. on true. Is it really? No, it's, it's based not. on true. No, it's it? not. No, no but it's just what you said. Okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> is this really based on a true? How is it? Yeah. I was like thinking that. I'm like, okay, so That's they connected the, it from Minnesota? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's part of the deadpan humor. The thing is, this is like a show about murder and mayhem and serial right. killers and organized crime and assassins and not very nice people. And it is... That a crazy loser, Lester. He's right. such a and nerd. And it is freaking funny. It is his... It is. Funny. And I Martin mean, Freeman... I have to say Martin Freeman, who is... He has perfected the role of the nerd, nebbish. Yes. Um, Reminds me of William H. Macy. That's what my first yeah. thought was. I was like, yeah. oh, well, my God. And he has, and, and for a British actor, he has the Minnesota accent down just perfectly. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. I love um, hearing them talk. With the I know. They're totally. very, you know, they sound very Canadian up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. I think, you know, they northern do. Michigan, there's an act. See, I'm in Illinois. And mm-hmm. if you go to, like, northern Wisconsin, upper Michigan and Minnesota and, like, North Dakota, just up along the Canadian border, Everyone sounds mm-hmm. Canadian, and um, you know, once you get south of like Green Bay, Wisconsin, everyone sounds like me. Except I don't sound what? like a Chicago <laughs> at all. So um, people say, "You can't be from Chicago." I'm like, "Well, yeah, I am, but I have a trained <laughs> singing voice. So when you have a train, when you get a singing voice training, they kind of uh-huh. get all the flat Midwest accent off of you, and you sound like you're from the East Coast. So um, that's that's so I don't sound like a Chicagoan." necessarily. Well, I have but, a friend of mine who's from Arkansas, and he worked how many years to get rid of his Arkansas accent, and now he's in a web series, actually it's called Golden California, it's hilarious, but he doesn't, but he had to, he had to use the Arkansas accent, so he had to I'll get it see. back. So it's just funny, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> so so everybody should be watching Fargo, because it is yes. just on, it is on, it is on Tuesday night. At uh, I think it's on at ten o'clock Eastern time, and it is just flat. Out, uh, the, the cast cannot be more incredible. Yeah. You've got you've got Billy Bob Thornton, Martin oh, Freeman, brilliant, Oliver Platt. Oh, um, Oliver Platt was great to see him in that too. Colin Colin oh, Hanks, he's so good. You've Colin, Colin yep. Hanks. You've all these film stars in this TV show, which is great. And one of the nice things, it's a limited series. And it's an anthology mm-hmm. series. So that next year, it'll be a different story. And it'll we may not right. see Martin Freeman. And we might not see Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, but we we'll got to see... have Billy Bob. But you know what? They might use the same cast like they do with American Horror Story. They use the same right. cast. So Jessica Lange is in it every, you know, every time. And, you know, those those 
people. So maybe they'll do that with this. That would be amazing. Yeah, and and I think the same thing with True Detective will be kind of the same Mm -hmm. thing. So um, it's really kind of a way that that series are one way that series are going right now. So that's actually kind of cool. Um, So let's see what else. Game of Thrones is uh, heating up. I'm really excited. To, uh, I, through, I only watched the first half. I got I got sidetracked, but I I I need to finish watching the episode. How how did it end? How did it be, Game of Game of Thrones end? I left off where the the king <gasps> telling um who's the guy that the, I don't even know his name the barbaric guy that the kid is with. Oh, Hodor. Yelling at him. Yes, oh, thank Hodor. you. He was yelling at. He was telling him about the massacre, and he didn't believe him. He wasn't reading right. the story. And so and what happened course, after that? Because that's where well, I Well, he, he left. Okay, so he, he Bran left. Um, okay. Because he, you know, he saw Jon Snow. He saw his brother. And his first instinct was to go to Jon Snow. And uh-huh. um, the people who he are with saying, no, 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 you can't do that. Um, right. Because his first, Jon's first instinct would be to take Bran, who is uh, he's unable to walk, he's paralyzed. Right, right. Carry him back to um, the wall, and you know that would not be in the best interest no. of everybody. They so it, it ended with that. that. And um, okay. I can't remember if it ended with that or if it ended with um, Arya and the Hound. Um, uh, gosh, now I can't remember which it ended with. Um, but I'm really okay. looking forward <clears throat> um, to. Jamie and um, Tyrion forming a confederation. And a of lot, some sort. yes, yeah, totally. I think that's going to be that's going to be very interesting, actually. Yeah, I really, um, I really come to like uh, Jamie Lannister. I never thought I would. Never in a million years would I thought really? that I would. Huh. Yeah, I hated him the first season. I was like, what a what a bastard, you know. Um, wow. Because he you know, I mean, he though, well, he he pushed he pushed oh Bran God. out of the window. Well, he that's true. <laughs> that's true. He's having sex know, with his sister. I, well, that's gross. Yes, <laughs> and, and okay. he's having sex even worse. He's having sex with Cersei. <laughs> uh, don't even remind me of that. Okay, let's not even so, get carried on that. <laughs> so, 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 segue. Robert Carlyle connection to Game of Thrones. He has. He's not in it. I mean, he's never been cast in it. Um, no. He would have made a great Mance Raider, I believe, um, as many people do. Also, oh. um, although Mackenzie Crook was in it last year, I was really excited. Um, um, Cersei is played by Lena Hetty who mm-hmm. co-starred with uh, Robert in uh, Face, the um, Antonia Bird movie that they made in, in 1996, I think. Um, so he played, she played his love interest, which she was very young. They were both very young. And uh-huh. so I want to see how Lena Hetty looked back in the 90s and watch a really, really good Robert Carlyle movie. You can watch Face. So, um, which also has Ray Winston in it and um, some really other, some, it's a great cast, great. And, and even almost better than the cast, almost better than the movie is the soundtrack, which is um, fantastic 90s Britpop score. I mean, it's just great stuff, really, really great stuff. 
Uh, I actually bought the soundtrack. I loved it so much. I love the soundtrack so much. I bought the soundtrack. Oh, so, cool. So if you want to watch a movie that has a fabulous soundtrack, um, mostly acoustic, it's really, really good. It's perfect oh. for the film. has everything from Billy Bragg to Paul Weller in it. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, Wait, I would... what is it called? It's called Face, F-A-C-E, Face. And uh, okay. if you want to hear Robert Carlyle do a great East End Cockney accent. Oh, I love it. Does yeah. a really good job of it. Um, well, he's he's great in all of those. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> he's good. He's really good with accents. Um, yeah. So anyway, so let's segue to Once Upon a Time because I'm only doing an hour show. Uh, so let's let's devote the last half hour of the show okay. to Once Upon a Time. So, okay. <laughs> what did Here you think? Go. So you and I disagree a little bit about last night's episode. Um, yeah. I did well, not. Okay. So right. this was my let, 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 let me let me say okay, what I think you, first. You, you it's my show. I it's your show. show first. <laughs> it's my show. Um, it's my anyway. show, and I can cry if I want to. <laughs> I almost did. Okay, so I know. I I did not. I really, really didn't like what they did with the Oz story. See, this is why I wanted Jimmy to be on tonight. Jimmy, I know. Um, he, I really want to. Just, he's probably so mad that he didn't. He couldn't even talk about us. <laughs> so, so Jimmy is our Oz expert. He knows everything there is to know about the Wizard of Oz in the books, in the L. Frank Baum books. Um, and what they did with Dorothy, and they brought her in, and they had her put the water on Zelina, and it doesn't work. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me? It Talk was all myth, man. It was a, it was a mirage. It. it never happened. It was a mirage. Right. It never happened. It was a mirage. <laughs> um, I really thought that they misused, abused, and underused, um, underused uh, totally the whole idea of Dorothy. So that was one thing. Now, if the rest of the episode had held true and, and you know, and I, and I liked a lot of the episode – and then came the ending. And I mean you all know. I mean I make well, and I get, all, I get I get I get called on this. I get called on this on different forums. It's really, really enlightening <laughs> to, you know, kind of follow where people are reading my articles come from. And I'm reading on articles and it's like, Oh well, she's just a shill for rumple. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> so I can like my rumple. Um <clears throat> I'm not, you know, and, and, and Osiello likes his ships and, you know, Matt Roush likes his and Hit Fix Daniel likes his. I mean, I like who I like. So I I totally, I loved the, I love the idea that, okay, Rumpel's released. First of all, I really felt that they, where I thought or hoped they might be going with, with his being imprisoned was going to actually lead somewhere. Yeah. And where it led was him spinning straw to keep his mind clear. And then Zelina taking the straw and making a brain out of it. That was the weirdest. Can what? I just, that was bizarro land. That was my, he, that was one WTF moment. Yes. That was one, one of many. Deal. One of many WTF moments. 
them the courage, though. I mean, like, the way that they did that was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I mean, the heart, the courage, and now, okay, so, you know, she kept, she kept threatening him, you know, hold on to your sanity now because it's going to be, I'm going to right. take your lovely brain and I'm going to, but she never did. She just did, no. like, the gold and she made it into a, what? So that was and one thing. what is thing that going to do? What is that going to do yeah. with the gold brain? Like, that's not taking somebody's brain. Like, what is yeah. that? Anyway. Now, <laughs> I said all along that Rumpel was the scarecrow because right. then I'm thinking, okay, his, he was he was on the verge of insanity with all the voices mm-hmm. in his head, and he was being driven slowly crazy by being imprisoned. I mean, those mm-hmm. were really interesting ways to go. And yes, indeed, he is the scarecrow, but right. straw but into gold, into gold bra- brain, that was like I mean, a real strange and and not very interesting way to go. I well, mean if it had been if it had been if it had no been sense. interesting yeah it made no sense if it had been interesting I would have said oh so that's where they were going with this right and instead it was what that doesn't even make any sense so that was that was one that was one WTF moment the other thing is they've made a big deal of the dagger the dagger the dagger the dagger the dagger oh yeah you know, keep so all right. Here's my other question that I asked in my review mm-hmm. was, if Selena, first of all, Rumpel is supposed to be the most powerful sorcerer anywhere of all time. Yeah, of all of the all realms, time. everywhere. He's the dark one. He's the dark one. So after he gets his dagger back, she's still more powerful. What? I don't get that. that How no is that sense. possible? So it cool. it totally it totally negates that story. So that's that's another another WTF moment. So but mm-hmm. now here comes the biggie. I mean and, and the whole thing with the dagger, the dagger, the dagger, which which actually ended up being a red herring. All these yeah. weeks of Rumpel being in prison and him having the dagger and him being under her rule and him just sort of going along with it. And the other thing I said was, you know, we don't see him fight it. All he's doing is saying, yeah, no. I really don't want to do this, zap. Oh, I really don't want to do this, zap. I really don't want right. to do this, zap. And without... He's making me do this. That's the only reason that I'm doing this. It's because I'm under her not, control. not see him struggle against it at all. Right. And right. really not. And I don't know why that was. I don't know if it was an acting choice or if it was a writing choice or a directing choice. Um but it just, to me, it did not work. Um, right. And I rarely say that about Carlisle's performance because he's usually, like, so on the money. So right. I, I just didn't, I didn't buy it after a while. I mean, it got to the point where it's like, okay, fine. He's a wimp. He's a lapdog. We get it. Where is this leading? Well, where right. it was leading was nowhere. Nowhere. It didn't lead anywhere. <laughs> So that really bothered me. Then, so then we have okay. So, so Zelina is quote unquote her powers are zapped. Regina, which I love the idea of Regina having power. I I, I really liked yeah. the idea of her being the hero. Totally enjoyed that. And I, yeah, okay. And so the dagger is free, and she gives it to Belle, um, which is actually a little out of character for Regina because Regina has wanted to control the Dark One forever. Right. And now she has the dagger in her hand. She gives it to Belle. Okay. But she's, 
I can see that she's on the road to redemption. Right. She doesn't need. So she gives it to Belle for safekeeping. I complete. So then, then we, then we shift to, to um, Gold's shop. Which I absolutely and, loved. Yeah. The and he's looking in scenes. the mirror. Okay. He's looking yeah. in the mirror. Now he's looking in the mirror and he could be doing a self-assessment. Um, okay. You know, what are all these terrible things I've done over the last few weeks? Um, how is anyone going to trust me anymore? How is Belle going to love me anymore? How could it, you know, nothing is going to be, you know, I've lost Balefire now because of right. the things that Selena made me do. I've lost Belle. How am I going to live with myself? And it may be, and, I, and I'm and i seeing in his eyes this sort of setting in, he's lost Bay, he's lost Belle, right. he's lost his dignity, you right. know, again, he's been humiliated um, week after week after week. So in comes Belle, and she is with him. She trusts him. She loves him. Um, she gives him the dagger, which he then gives back to her and says, I trust you. You, you need to have this dagger to keep it because I trust you and you trust me and I'm giving this to you as I'm giving you my life. And he proposes to her. And it was so cutest. It was, was beautiful. It was moment. lovely. And what an incredibly beautiful, lovely payoff right. after all these weeks to really have that. Yay. Yes, so then, and then the next scene, wham. <laughs> so he, he comes into the jail and he comes to Zelina and he says to Zelina, you know, ha, I have this dagger and uh, I tricked, Belle had it and I tricked her and, and it's the old Look at the lady uh, ruse. You know, he gave mm-hmm. her a fake dagger. He made abracadabra, hocus pocus, and gave her a fake dagger. And so she has the dagger. So so she's got a fake, and he's got the real one, and he's here to kill Delina. So this is the thing that he's lied to Belle. He did it last season, you know, with Regina and the race, right? Not to use magic to. Um, to harm Regina, not to take vengeance on her after right. what she had done to Belle. And he did indirectly. And Belle almost didn't talk to him anymore. I mean, it, it really broke them up. So right. now he's done the same thing. He's immediately right. gone without blinking an eye. I mean, there, there was no sense of thought. Struggle. Of struggling with it, yeah. of any process. All of a sudden, he's in the jail. He's good. and then so he stabs Alina with the dagger and turns her theoretically into a statue, which crumbles, but it doesn't kill her. She escapes. This is her way of escaping. Right. So he doesn't have power over her. So this is what I'm thinking. So there are several theories floating around. One of the theories is, and I, you and I talked about this before, is that mm-hmm. she's still controlling him. That the yeah. dagger is elsewhere. That he is not free from her. And all of this is Zelina's ruse to get off the grid 
and under the radar so she can do what she needs to do. Right. And by rumple, but then what then what that ha- does is that whole scene in the jail, uh, which nobody is there but them, makes right. that entire jail scene make no sense. Yeah, because why would she? she why would they scared, do that? Right. So she wouldn't be terrified that she that he's about to exactly. kill her. And so this, right, right, right. So that so that doesn't make that does, that's not true. Theory number two is that. This is all of a plan that, A, Belle is in on the fact that Rumpel. Yeah. Because we don't actually see what happens between the proposal scene and the scene in the jail. Right. So this could be all of a plan, and Zelina is exactly where Rumpel wants her at that portal. Mm -hmm. Now, we do know that portal is going to be activated, and we do know that uh, Emma and Hook are going to go through it. Question is, where's Zelina? Well, the the other the other thing about the whole entire situation is that ultimately, I mean, we and I said this to you earlier, was that you know his whole existence. Uh, pretty much as the dark one has been about Balefire, getting yes. back to them. Everything that all of his, everything that he has done is has been in an effort to get back to Balefire. Right. And so this whole season, we've been seeing Rumpel. Mm-hmm. We he's we think he's basically you know he's been imprisoned. He's spinning and thinking and spinning his gold and, you know, going crazy and, you know, but he's had a whole lot of time to plot and plan. Right, and he's been observing Zelina this whole time. And he's been, exactly. And so my feeling is that he is going, I think that he, he knew that unless she, first of all, he knew that Regina would not, uh, destroy the amulet, which is the key to this whole thing, which is what I said right. in the very beginning of the season. I mentioned that, and the yes, fact you that did. she didn't, dis- and the and the fact that she didn't destroy that was 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 key. And I think that he, I think that he knew all along that yes, that's her power, but that's her. She, you know, she doesn't disappear without, you know, she can't die without unless that amulet is destroyed. And I right. think this is part of a bigger plan to somehow, you know, I don't know if he's going to, and I said this to you about Bay. yes, maybe he's gone this season. I really don't believe that he, I mean, that, that he will be dead forever. That's, I mean, yes, he's dead, right? You know, the writers, producers, whatever, they've, they've said that he's dead, that's fine. But ultimately, his entire quest of his entire existence has been to get Bay. And I think the fact that he wants a revenge for Bay for killing Bay, yeah. um, <clears throat> too. You know, if there's any chance of him get getting him back, he's going to do whatever. And I think this whole time he's been kind of thinking about, you know, he's been planning and and how is he going to do it, and you know. So and, okay, okay, but so, then. That's How do you I explain think. if he wants to get back to, to Balefire, he wants mm-hmm. to go through this portal, mm-hmm. how do you explain him proposing to Bal? 
Well, I think that he is going to. I think I don't think that he's going to lie to her. My my feeling he already, is that. He, yeah. Does, does well, she no, know? I, I I think I think that he's going to keep her in the know. I I just can't even believe that he would he would risk. After everything that he's been through and they've been through, I don't think he would risk that. I don't think that he would risk her love. Um, and I, I kind of, I, I really, I yeah, I really hope that that she's in the know. I mean, however, then you got, you know, of course she's going to say you don't need to do this. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, so, yeah. I like to so, think that she's she's in the know of all this because otherwise so this is, it's going to just destroy their relationship, I mean. So this is the thing. So, okay, so if, 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 um, there's there's something we don't know. Obviously, there's a lot we don't know. But if there's something, you know, if if Belle is in the know, if Belle, if if there is sense for this, other than just pure revenge for vengeance's sake, um, with no thought, with no struggle, without blinking an eye, really just betraying Belle to that extent. I mean, what a betrayal just, that is! Well, it's a I terrible don't betrayal. I don't think and I if that. that if that's true, if they've gone there with Rumpel, to me, they have actually assassinated that character. Yeah. They have negated well, all of that struggle and all of the sacrifice that Bell made, that, uh, sorry, that Bellfire made, that Rumpel had at the middle of the season where he sacrificed his own life for the greater good, and it negates all the good that he has done right. to get vengeance on Zelina. And, you know, what is all this about, you know, the boy being my undoing and, He's right. been on the dark one's been on the yes, there's struggle, but what's you know it's like what what the hell is all of this leading to so with the two hour finale, there could be a lot going on. I really sincerely hope sincerely i really sincerely hope that there is an explanation other than okay, now I've got the dagger, I just duped. Bell, I betrayed her trust to such an incredible degree that I'm just going to ignore her completely, ignore anything she might want, and I'm going to take the dagger and I'm going to kill Zelina. And uh, and and what would Balefire think? Balefire would not. No, that's why I'm Rumpel saying I this. really feel like they're they've they're he would after everything that his character has been through. I can't imagine that they would do this and completely because she she's never going to forgive him for that. So then he wouldn't want Bellfire and Bell. Well, that's what, what I'm would saying. be the reason for his existence? I mean, it just wouldn't. You know, he 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 might as well just kill himself at that point. I yeah. I, I just you know I just don't think I I think I think there's a bigger I picture hope. here and we just haven't seen it yet. I yeah, hope, I, I, hope I, I can't have. imagine the writers wouldn't be. Now let's. Let us talk about Hook. Enough on Rump. Because Hook and um, Emma, okay, so I'm not saying that I don't like Emma and Hook together. That's yeah, not and, what and I'm I saying. Not, and, I, and I like, I like Hook. I, I do. He's, he's I kind like of a fun character. However, however, 
the thing is, is that they have jammed it down our throat. Yeah. By by killing Bay, by killing Neil off. You know, it, like I would have liked to have been her choice, or there needs to have been some more of a struggle to get there. Now, I was I, we we talked a little bit about. Robin Hood and Regina, who I absolutely love. It's great. I love, I really, really, really love the relationship. I do. And I was really against it in the beginning because I'm like, what? Between Regina and and Robin. um, And Robin, they, I mean, first of all, the chemistry was there. But second of all, you know, it wasn't. It was a grad. It was a gradual thing that she made the choice to, you know, in her road to redemption, to be, uh-huh. um, you know, to bring in, you know, to kind of move to the light, you know, the right side of the force or whatever, mm-hmm. the Jedi, to become a Jedi versus right. And, and of I, course, yesterday was Star Wars Day, right? Yesterday was Star Wars Day, which thank you, I love that. I know I was like so happy, but anyway, but yeah, you know, so it kind of made sense that at the end of that, when she was trying to, that her, you know, the good, the good magic came out in her and all that, and, and the right. whole thing just made sense, but with the hook thing, you know, they've, they've done this with the backstory, they tried to, like, <laughs> kind of rehabilitate the character, bring him, you know, bring his sort of redemption, but it's all been kind of quickly, well, and, than, and the whole yeah. thing, well, rather you know, than, and, okay, so, so so hang on, rather than, like, with Regina and Rumpel, it's been, you know, all of this struggle and two steps forward and one steps back. Right. With Hook, it's been revisionism. So there's a big difference yes. between an arc and a in growth and revi- revising a character's history. And right. that's what they did with Hook. They They revised his history. They took yeah, an eraser and, and they took out what he did in, uh, you know, what he did, you know, his piracy and what he did to Rumpel and all of that stuff, and they just erased it. And and right, you know, and, and leaving and leaving Emma up, you know, tied up, you know, in the in the in the beanstalk and you know right, all right, his, right, and his and his confederation with Cora. I mean, all that. stuff. I don't and know. I, him wanting to become to a better person, um, it just literally made him, you know, they revised his history. Hi, Angela. Angela is now in the chat room. Hey, Angela. Nice to see you. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, is just that, I mean, I like Cook, and I'm glad that, you know, I am happy that they're trying to read it, but, but the way that they did it was just, it was too quick. It wasn't. You know, there, it's a journey. It's a journey, and there's no journey between for Emma really to be struggling with, like like her feelings for Neil, and and yeah, you can tell there's some kind of chemistry between you know Emma yeah. and Hook, and there is that yeah. sexual tension, especially when he kind of you know has little jokes and stuff like that. But now it's just kind of a given. You know, there's nobody else for her. He he's you know he's in love with her. She's sort of coming around, but you know, I, I don't know. It just seems really, really forced to me. And yeah, and, and they've made him into a mean, puppy dog. I mean, they've made him into yeah. a puppy dog. And not only that, can you, can somebody please? Everybody, other character in Storybrooke has a different outfit on now. Please, 
out and all. But can we see him in the third G? Like, I would love to see him in regular clothes. Just to see, I mean, you know, I, I mean, Emma needs to take him shopping or something. There needs to be something going on with that. I don't know. I just, I just feel that it's just, it just hasn't been a struggle enough I for, Emma to, for Emma to get there. You know, like there was a struggle for Regina, and, and even, you know, there was that sort of love-hate relationship that Regina had with with uh, Robin when they were in when they were in Fairytale Land and they didn't have their their memory for the year. But you know she was always kind of snipey with him. But you know you, you kind of knew. But it was a, her story of of kind of coming full circle and and getting that getting that redemption. And that's how she she ended up with him. And, and there just isn't that that angsty whatever with Emma and Hook. That's that's my thought on that. I don't know. And then the other thing uh, that was that I like is like, I mean, is she really going to take Henry back to New York? I mean, that's yes. the last thing. I'm just yes. like, what? It makes no sense. And the whole baby thing didn't. I don't know. That whole thing with Henry at the end. Come and meet your uncle. I mean, I know that it happens in real life, but it just is kind of out of time. I don't know. I just don't get it. But whatever. That's me. I just don't feel that it was necessary, although I understand why they wrote it in, you know, because she was pregnant in real life. And that's fine. I'm just saying. I just, it's kind of strange. <laughs> but, you know. Hello? Uh-oh. I think you lost Barbara. Yes, I'm here. Barbara has, oh, I'm okay. having these I'm really like... weird technical difficulties. So Uh-oh, that's not good. Yeah, it keeps going in and out, which is really strange. Um, I know we were having some computer difficulties, outages earlier. Oh, you're, I I'm really hoping. You faded out again. That's really weird. I know. That's like that happened like three times. So that's really bizarre. Um, so I don't know what is going on. I don't know. But, I mean, I think that it's going to be, Rumbell fans are not going to be, I think it's going to be a long road before we get any, like, real well, although for us. Although, 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 um, you know, of course, there's the rumors of a wedding for next yes. week. Yes. So Which could it be, could it, could it be Rumpel and Val? I think it will. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Right? Maybe the witch will finally... I would love for them to break out and just sing that. Just because... (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. That would be hilarious. Because they are engaged now. Yes. But but I've been kind of having my ear to the the Rumbell and the Rumpel. Like, not just the Rumbell fans. Um, The non-shippers who are just Rumpel fans are just really, a lot of them are just hugely upset with last night's show. Um, I was on IMDb, the IMDb forums, because I usually post a link to my my article. And so I was on there, and rarely rarely do people actually comment on the link, because they go to the article, they read it, and they comment on the articles themselves. And, um, but people were pretty upset. Um, with that with the episode um on my on and i i actually didn't give the episode a star rating last night i usually give it a star rating yeah, and i did I and i explained to you that. why 
I want, right. I'm holding off judgment. I want to see where this is going. It's like Hannibal. You know, I want to see where this is going. Um, are they going for something that actually makes sense and is at least slightly complex? I mean, right now, you know, when, when the series started and even through the first season and the second season and even part of the third season, there was some uh-huh. complexity to the stories. There was texturing and layering, and, and you could see the stories on a couple of different right. levels. And I think what they've done is they've gone for the simplification of everything. And I don't know if it's for the teenage demographic, you know, Maybe. and they're trying to turn this into a YA sort of a Possibly. TV show. Um, but it started out know. a heck of a lot darker than it used to be or darker yeah. than it's become. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the – I mean, I, what I really dislike is how they made Rumpel's character – at not at all complex in this second half. Yeah. I don't know. He's been, think... he's been a red herring and a window, window dressing. So far, Rumpel yeah. has been window dressing the whole second half of the season. There's but been I... very little for him to do. Still say there's got to be a method to the madness. I mean, there I has really to be. Think there's, there's no way that they would waste him in such a big way and also disappoint the fans. I mean, come on, we... Uh, he, they know that Rumpel is our favorite. They know they have huge Rumbel fans that they need to write for. I mean, we've been, for the for as cute as that little moment was, then boom, next, oh, he lied to her already. There has to be a bigger picture here. That's I my hope. feeling. I hope. There better be, because there's going to be a brawl. I hope. And, and I will say this now, that if it turns out not to be, I will have a really hard time staying with the show next oh, year. Oh, me too. Me too. Are you kidding? Nobody will we'll all be like this. They're going to get like craziness if, if that happens. I mean, there has to be. I'd like to think that they're smart enough to know that, you know, they're going to, we need to think about it. They're going to leave us over the summer to kind of mold this all over, I'm sure. You know, we'll be talking yeah. about it for months to come. And then, uh, you know, I, there has to be a bigger, greater picture involved here. I just yeah. can't believe that they would do that to Well, us. I think what they did was they took the, the nominal villains of the series and they made them good really quickly, especially like Regina yeah. and to a, a lesser extent Rumpel. Um, but definitely they've, they've redeemed all these characters. So there's like, you know, and I hope what they're not doing is they're not going back saying, okay, we're going to make Rumpel the villain again. Oh, God, please don't do that. Listen, they've worked so hard to build I know. character. There's no way they would do that. They better not do that. Seriously. I hope not. I mean, Anyway, we're going to have to end on that note because, as I said oh to everyone, my. we were only doing an hour tonight. And um, this has been a good discussion. So, everybody, yeah. um, you know, come on by blogcritics.org and check out Chrissy's articles on 24. And yes. I'm hoping she's going to do uh, a review do. of tonight's episode, hopefully. I will. And uh, come by and read my review of uh, Once Upon a Time, my review of Turn, uh, and, and read my interviews later this week um, with, with Jason Isaacs and Mickey Dolenz. That's so this has be been cool. fun. I miss Jimmy. 
Boo hoo. I know me too. But we had a pity night. Yeah, we we'll make it all it all girls, all girls night. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, good night, every yeah, good night, everybody, and uh, we'll good see you next week. All right, have a good one, guys. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>